Hey everybody and welcome to Second Draft. This is the podcast where we take a movie or a TV show that didn't quite hit the mark and see if we can punch it up a little bit. My name is Isaiah and I'm joined with my buddy Ben. Say hey Ben. What's up? Hey, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it's been a bit. We haven't recorded in a while, I feel like, but uh... Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's behind the scenes stuff and I don't know if people want to yeah. see the curtain like lifted, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Something dark going on behind that curtain, people. Anyway, oh, um, <laughs> uh, thanks to everybody who's been listening to previous episodes. Um, I've been getting great suggestions, and uh, you know, people seem to be enjoying it, so I'm glad to keep this going. So today we are talking about the Netflix original movie Bright, starring Will Smith and directed by I think by Dan Aykroyd. If I no wait no uh, David David Ayer. Thank you. Dan Aykroyd's the actor. He's the, right. the funny guy in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I guess... Te- he makes tequila now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Anyway. Um, yeah, so this is a movie that is like... Take fantasy, classic fantasy stuff. You know, Lord of the Rings style. Tolkien style fantasy. And assume that, like, it was real and mesh it with the present day and then give a cop, uh, buddy cop film out of that which on paper sounds like an absolutely perfect idea it sounds like yeah I, i'm like, i'm totally a fan sign of this me premise up. yeah this exactly premise, this premise sounds good so leave it to not dan Aykroyd. what's his name david yeah. Ayer to just da- david Ayer. he uh place, face plant immediately but fun fact David uh-huh. Ayer also directed Suicide Squad. Yes, I knew this um, in the back of my head. Like, I, I, I don't ever want anything to feel like we're throwing shade in this show because we're just doing this for fun and we're not, like, you know, don't really take anything we say seriously. But at the same time, that David Ayer, Suicide Squad, and then this came out almost immediately afterwards, it felt oh, really? like. so. It's, it, I mean, it felt it, not, like, specifically in terms of production, but it felt like these two releases came very close to each other and it's always it's just like one of those things i was like god people make bad movies and they still get hired to make more movies i'm you know curious I mean? about that yeah that's wild yeah but whatever we're not going to talk about hollywood politics tonight we're going to talk about bright uh so i'm gonna okay i'm just gonna start off by saying spoilers but not really this we'll get into it when we actually get going but the, this plot is kind of crazy and convoluted, so I'm not going to give a full plot synopsis. I'm going to give you a very, very bare-bones one, and then we'll hop into it and not worry about it too much, because the movie didn't worry about it too much. Oh, th- Throne Shade. Oh, God. All right, you ready to do this? Let's do it. Okay, spoilers ahead. In a modern L.A. set in a fantasy universe, Will Smith is forced to partner with the LAPD's first orc cop. While responding to a call, the pair discover an elf and a wand. After Ward's colleagues try to kill him to keep the wand, the three characters go on an all-night bender trying to keep magic away from dangerous hands. The film ends with Will Smith discovering he is a bright, someone who is able to wield magic, and the feds confiscate the wand. End of movie. Like I said, extremely bare bones because this movie is just ugh. Okay. Yeah, that that was pretty uh, concise. Yeah, I mean, like the I it was much longer the first time I wrote out the synopsis, and then I was like, God, this is so confusing. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, I think we're ready to go. You ready? You ready to get kick this off? Hey, start that timer, big boy. All right, we're starting the timer. We have one hour to rewrite this movie starting now. Okay, so this movie, we've got a couple of issues. Primarily world building, bad theming, bad characters. Um, I feel like I, I just said everything, but... I, like, I think we I both agree... I basically just said the whole movie is trash, but... <laughs> I, 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 I think we both agree that the premise is pretty cool. Yes, um, for sure, for sure. But, Which is why it's fun to do an episode of this podcast yeah. about it because the idea is fun. So it's but like the way it was executed, which execution is everything, people, especially <laughs> in movies. There was a, uh, I, I think there was someone. There was like an influencer with one of those um, protester boards. It wasn't a protester, but it, one of those um, 
whatever. They write it, wrote a sign where it was like, uh, ideas aren't shit without execution. One of those kind of edgy, oh. like, yeah, yeah, sure, you know, sure, sure, sure. This were the new, anyway, regardless. Um, <laughs> I digress. So the premise is good, but, yep, um, yep. I feel like things were a little too on the nose. Where yeah. um, I feel like characters should have been, um, they they were they basically should have been like, "Hey, I'm racist! Didn't you know?" <laughs> yes, um, exactly. Okay, then, let's let's just open it up and start talking about that part. That's definitely the most problematic part yeah. of the movie. The part the, that's the part of the movie that's like, like makes you like get a little worried and start cringing a little bit, and the rest yeah. is kind of just like, "Ah, this isn't very good." All right, so. The metaphor that this movie is sort of going for is they're kind of it's kind of uniting or comparing whatever you want to say the idea of magical species relations to modern racial relations, specifically in America. Yeah. So in the movie, orcs. Like, okay. I mean, we can give we can give the creators a huge benefit of the doubt and say you know they didn't have any intention to make this analogy but it's pretty obvious they were trying to make this analogy like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i, I, I but yeah. um so in this world orcs are a stand-in for black people in america so they're they're uh they're you know racially profiled by the police um Jirok, no not Jirok. what's his name uh jacoby jacoby thank you jacoby is the first black oh my god it's already, I'm already <laughs> freudian sliving he's the first orc cop in the lapd um and he's immediately hated on by all the other cops um you know orcs are marginalized they're in low income neighborhoods you know gang affiliations all this you know which, like, let alone making this analogy already being a risky idea, the fact that every single orc is just, like, the most stereotypical, messed-up version of what people see, think of yeah. black people, if that makes sense. It's like, they're all just a bunch, bunch of, you know, big jerks hanging around, you know, being gangsters for, and with seemingly no other purpose. You know, yeah. at least in the context of this movie. Um, you they know, also do this thing yeah. that they don't really explore very well where elves are like the high class. So, you know, presumably the rich white uh, people of this universe. So yeah. it's all very messy and gross, and we'll, we'll get into it. But what, what do you want to say? Like, they never really established why orcs got the, you know, the, the short stick. Um, mm -hmm. Like... They have elves and fairies, and I mean, the, mm -hmm. all the magical creatures were kind of treated with um, some level of detest from humans. But they're just—they just really focus on the orcs. Yeah. Uh, with... Well, so this is one thing that I actually did pick up on, which I think is one of the reasons the metaphor is really, really bad, is that the uh, Jacoby at one point says like uh, the orcs made a bad. The orcs made a bad decision once, and they've been paying for it ever since. Basically, uh, again, the movie, it's very confusing, but from what I understand, the orcs, way back in the ancient history, became, like, fought as an army underneath the Dark Lord, which, you know, again, who the hell is the Dark Lord? We won't, we'll never find out. Is, but this, we is, can this is this movie a sequel to Lord of the Rings? I mean, if it is, it, I hope not. It's really bad. Tolkien <laughs> is going to roll over in his grave. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. obviously, the whole thing with the Dark Lord, yeah, like, I think we, we can assume as people who are, you know, fantasy literate, who are, you know, the two of us are, at least, that the Dark Lord is some sort of Sauron, Darth Vader, whatever stand-in. He's the bad guy from the old fantasy thing, and then that guy got, that guy, that guy got beat, and now we have our modern-day setting whatever but so the orcs fought for the bad guy and uh all the other races got together to fight the dark lord and the orcs 
And then it also gets even more confusing because there's another orc that actually gets all of the the races to unite, and he's the one who who leads the army to stop the Dark Lord, from what I understand. But the reason this is really messed up when you are comparing or an analogizing, how do you say that? Uh, I'm just gonna say a- connecting. How about a- that? analyzing maybe? No, like when you're connecting black people to orcs in this uh, movie, in this analogy, the reason that's really messy is because black people haven't done anything. No, nope. <laughs> black people, black people didn't make a choice. Uh, bless you, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yes, yeah. black black people didn't make a choice to be like, I don't know, support Hitler in World War Two or something, and then that's why everybody's racist. No, like obviously not. Yeah. So oh, okay. the metaphor that they're going for in this movie really just doesn't work because I mean I don't know there, there's yeah. a lot we can get into with that but yeah that's a good point um, I, I'm i kind of surprised that you picked mm. up on, on all that it makes me wonder if I just wasn't paying attention or if I just checked out because I don't remember any mm. of that <laughs> yeah. well here's the thing I obviously I'm a, I'm a little bit more sensitive to that. I mean uh I don't know if uh, viewers of this show know this, but I am African American. So. <laughs> wait, um, wait, you are? <laughs> yeah, we've never actually. Me and Ben have never actually met. We're just online buddies, <laughs> so this is the first time he's hearing that I'm black. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I, I think what going into this movie, that's what I heard about, and it was also, I guess, the thing I was most sensitive to because that's like that was. I would say if you take out that metaphor from this movie, it just becomes a kind of boring cop adventure movie. Yeah. But then you add it into it, and it just makes everything way worse, you know? Um, so, I guess let's start with that. I mean, uh, I guess my question is, do we... I feel, I feel like a movie like Bright isn't a, the type of movie that is equipped to deal with race race relations in america so i'm of the mind that we just totally forget all of that and just stick with the you know instead of constantly referring or referencing orcs as black people just say they're orcs you know what i mean like we don't have to try to draw like draw this metaphor out and instead just stick with the logic of the world well i think i don't know i would say that it could continue with its metaphor but it just needs to be handled better. Like, because did you ever see District 9? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so that was basically, it, it was the same metaphor, a very similar metaphor. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so much better. Um, yeah. And yeah. so I feel I mean, like Bright could have, you know, brought it to a, a new realm. Um, right. Or, But it just sure. fumbled so badly. And, you know, kind of a, a quick sidestep there's mm-hmm. a lot of strange parallels between bright and district nine like obviously the, the racial kind of undertones but like mm-hmm. one of the main bad guys like a side uh, a supporting bad guy in both of these movies are both wheelchair bound remember this wait really yeah who, like, who do you think of in district nine in district nine there was like the gang leader of like the of that of that gang you know he was he was the guy who he was uh, in a wheelchair and he was like i want that arm and he wanted to eat the are arm are you talking about the guy who is eating eating uh, aliens uh, the spoilers for district 9 by the way yeah yeah he he had that real like serious stare he, i i believe he was yeah. in a wheelchair i don't think he was i think no? he just sat a lot of the time oh, okay. he was in charge i don't know if he was actually in a wheelchair Oh god! I'm I get what you're saying, thing. though. There is, yeah. there is like we have a we have a side character who's some sort of uh, crime lord, something. He's. I get that. They're both chair bound, and what maybe the guy yeah, in District yeah, Nine yeah. was just more voluntary, but yeah, exactly. Uh, um, um, I get I get what you're saying. I, I would I'll just say real quick about District Nine that that's also a thing where like it gets a little bit like District Nine obviously handled that metaphor very well. But in that situation, the premise of the movie, you kind of have to sort of take a leap of faith with it because just as how in, in Bright, black people had no crime, had no prior crimes that they should be paying for 
where yeah. orcs do, do in district nine the aliens are refugees coming into south africa versus in our world you know south africa was taken over by white people uh, from the africans that were already there and then up the whole thing with apartheid and all that has an extra level of indignation because oh. it's a bunch of people who are ruling over the original uh the original people of the country if that makes sense uh yeah i think so i mean we don't have to get but deep district, into but, district nine but yeah, yeah yeah but i mean i but i think it's a good point to bring it up because district yeah. nine is a movie that takes a um an idea and uh, t- it takes a you know a racial relation idea and makes it a metaphor in its movie yeah know? but it does yeah. that very well because it um it makes sure that the aliens are like they don't they're not they're faultless you know they haven't done anything wrong yeah. it's just the it's just the humans are you know predilection for fear and um, hating things we don't understand is what brings uh, out that you know for whatever for lack of a better term racist ideologies um but yeah we're we're get we're we're getting into philosophy we're not talking about the movie um so the the movie right now like i personally feel like we should really sort of ditch the whole analogy i understand what they're going for but i just personally feel like a fantasy buddy cop movie doesn't really need that extra layer but I mean, I'm willing to think of it if you're if you want to try to play with it for a little bit and try to figure out a way that it could work. I'm down to do that. Would you want to completely? When you say you want to remove that kind of layer from the film, that that mm-hmm. motif. Um, yeah. Would you want it just to make them all human and regular buddy cop? No, 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 no. I, we definitely need like I, even you know orc cop and human cop that that's fine with me but i think the the idea of like oh elves are the high class white people and orcs are the you know the low income black people that we can pretty much i feel like we can get rid of and just make more focus it in on orcs are orcs so they act the way orcs act and they're treated the way you would expect if if that makes sense you know instead of instead of an uh aligning them with black americans hmm this is very um, topical. I, d- I didn't mean it to be. I didn't think of that when we, when we picked this, top, this I, movie. I mean, um, I would expect that... I don't know. Could you totally peel back that layer? Because I feel like even if we were to remove that angle, there would be like char- like orcs and humans. Like They would react at least a little differently. Like I would imagine... Oh, no. Yeah, no. So it, I, I say you peel that away by just stripping out all of the ways that you compare them. So you don't... So you don't have like you don't have all the orcs in traditional, you know, street black black attire. You know what I'm saying? You don't oh, have gotcha. them all wearing chains and wearing oversized jerseys and all that kind of stuff. And you don't have all the elves be like freaking Instagram stars. Apparently, okay, okay. So so like the especially at the in the opening of the movie with all that really bad graffiti. It's like. <laughs> you're trying so hard and apparently they couldn't even like find i mean i don't know i don't know what the process was maybe they did hire an artist but it seems like they just had someone uh from the graphics team be like just throw some uh, graffiti together for us instead of hiring an actual graffiti artist because all that stuff was real bad graffiti in my opinion i uh so are you saying that um it should be Lord of the Rings, but literally in modern day. Because, like, in Lord of the Rings, they didn't have, like, look at these nasty orcs or whatever. You're like, whoa, Jesus. Right. You know, this, yeah, like, this so like is kind of racist. Elrond El- El- isn't walking into Middle-earth and being like, oh, God, we need to open a Starbucks here. Like, the crime rate is so terrible. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's just like... They're orcs and they do their orc thing, and we're elves and we do our elf thing, and then they're humans and they do their, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then Frodo is like, "Damn, Gandalf is kind of racist." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How great would that have been if at one point <laughs> he's, they're all like, fighting Jesus. and someone says an orc slur, and Frodo's like, "Whoa, dude, uncalled for." I know they're the bad guys, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, okay. I think, yeah, that could work. That could be... So I, um, And fun. I think that will help us into, which is the, probably the second part we're going to need to address, is the world building. And I think making that decision will help inform the world building because then we're not forcing all of these things to fit into how our world works as it is today. And instead we can like sort of focus on building a more complete world that's based around the premise. You know what I mean? And not force yeah. it to fit into this really bad metaphor that they're trying to push. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's my vote. Unless you, in, if you got, if you got an idea for how you want to try to address the metaphor and I'm down to um, play around. Huh, so I mean, there. Oh, gosh, I'm just yawning and sneezing. Um, mm. I feel like, so yeah, um, like a, a fantasy, classic fantasy tale, but told in modern times could work. Um, right, right, and so sure. I'm thinking the structure is the kind of um, tired go-to is having like all the races separated. Um, mm-hmm. So like if this was all LA, then the orcs would be like what downtown LA. And the elves would be like West LA, and the humans would be, I don't know, Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we don't have the we don't have time. Okay, this is this is sort of my personal opinion. When you're sort of going with things like this, is that when you're building a, a fictional world, the best fictional worlds have like have a history, and the setting that you're currently in reflects the history that uh, happened. Does that make sense? So no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. What's a good way to describe this? Okay. So let's say we're gonna do this thing. Fantasy is real. So let's say fan- all the fantasy creatures and magic and all that kind of stuff is real. So we have the start of humanity, however many thousands of years ago. At the same time, we have all the other sentient races. So we have elves and orcs and all of that kind of stuff. So. The I, I in my head it doesn't make any sense that if all of these species were all living together on the same planet for all of our current human history it doesn't make any sense that like America would be the shape that it is and we have L A the exact same way that it is and oh yeah, yeah. and you know all of that kind of, do you know what I mean I feel like it would be much more it like such a huge change in the basis of human history would have such a huge branching outward uh, flow. Once you actually, you know, let that let that uh, timeline sort of run on its own. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't have time to get in all into all of that. Um, so I think we should try to keep that part of the. I don't. I don't know if we need to do any of that like districting off stuff. Okay. Okay. But maybe we just need to sort of think about like, so for instance, in Lord of the Rings, the orcs are. I mean, I think there's an implication in Lord of the Rings that part of the reason that the orcs are the bad guys is because Sauron is able to control them because they're not very strong-minded. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that they're just inherently evil. It's just that Sauron is able to uh, like control them easily with a ring. I don't know if that's true. Uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I can't say um, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's just say, okay, how about this? Let, let's let's decide right now what the social strata is of all the different mm-hmm. races, and let's completely separate it from, you know, the racial metaphor that they were going for. So it's easy to say, you know, elves are at the top of the social strata in this new world. Yeah. Because, because they're magical and they live for a really long time and they're super strong and fast and all that kind of stuff. That's pretty. That's a that's a pretty Tolkien idea. Um, Tolkien is in the the author. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, and so now let's think about. Also, let's just focus on the three and forget about the nine different races because the movie doesn't show it anyway. So there's nine different races that. in this movie. That's what they said. They said the army of nine. Was it nine or was it seven? It was some large number that they I, didn't I, bother ex- ex- explaining. I only remember orcs. The fairies, the elves, and humans. Yeah, but the, uh, characters kept on saying uh, the nine races. I think they said nine. Oh, I'm not going to look it up. They but, were. Yeah, see, that's another reason that the movie is like, there are nine races. Where are these other races? There's a sign at the beginning for lizard people. Where are my lizard people? Um, anyway, 
They were they were so, really sequel baiting, huh? Yeah, no, that's probably that's a big reason why this movie is probably super confusing because they're like, ah, we'll just explain it in the sequel. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, we got forty minutes left. Oh God, okay. Um, so, are you saying that there needs to be some sort of um, social like wound uh, where? It, or just completely is, is everyone kind of cool with each other but there is I don't, kinda... no I don't think everybody should necessarily be cool with each other uh, um, I think because in most fantasy in, in Tolkien's in Tolkien's world in Lord of the Rings there isn't any specific animosity between the races except for in the fact that Sauron has an orc army so all the other races have to be like okay well crap we got to deal with this you know what i mean but it's not like elves are going around enslaving dwarves or something like that you know what i mean well then okay um from what i'm thinking what this makes me think of is that this could literally be a beat for beat kind of reimagining of a tolkien story but in modern times so it's um could just be will smith and his partner um get word of a wand and uh, the police department was like yo this wand could you know completely crumble all nine or yeah. seven species and they're like alright and then they just go through all of the different districts between all the species and you know they're in trouble like action, action right, right, right. they eventually get it and then it's revealed that Will Smith is a bright which I called yes. And then uh, yeah, you, you <laughs> definitely you you called that right at the beginning, but I was also like, I mean, I'm not gonna argue with you. That's yeah, pretty, that I, I'm, pretty I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna claim that that was like uh, an easy or uh, a, a yeah. difficult call. Like that was yeah, that was easy. But um, but that's what. So basically, what I'm saying is, um, my kind of really uh, quick synopsis is what it really. Uh, is being pointed out to me like it's pretty Mm -hmm. i don't know do you do you have any other ideas because it seems a a, like a pretty much paint by numbers like fantasy novel but in this i think we need to talk about um magic because okay here, here all right if i can again let me let me dissect fantasy a little bit in a lot of ways besides the fact that it's set in medieval times so we have swords and arrows and all of that kind of stuff the only two things that really separate fantasy from our world is there are other species that are as intelligent as humans, if not more intelligent, and there's magic. So when you make magic so scarce and so special like you do in this movie, then it means it feels like there's an, a whole lot that you can really change besides the fact that everybody uses guns instead of swords. Does that yeah. make any sense? So, I mean, I think we should talk a, a little bit about how, how magic is used in this movie, but what you're saying about the two cops, two cops in L.A., uh, let's say, well, I mean, what, what if we made it, made it a little bit more like other buddy cop movies? Like, um, okay, this is going to, like, maybe this is going to degrade people's opinion on me, but one of my favorite buddy cop movies of all time is Rush Hour. Um I know that. I, I think that's a respectable choice. If you said cop out, I mean, with Bruce Willis, <laughs> that would have been. Ugh. I, I think most people would say something like uh, lethal we- lethal weapon, or um, oh, what's the one in like Miami, with uh, is it Starsky and Hutch? Start 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 Starsky and Hutch. St- yeah, Starsky. You know what I'm talking about? Starsky. Starch. Starsky. Starsky? Whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I feel like Lethal Weapon is like the baseline for most people. Like, ah, that's the best buddy cop movie. But I am an absolute, like, diehard Jackie Chan fan. So Rush Hour for me is just like, ah, yes, thank you. Um, (laughs) So let's take Rush Hour, for example. We have, in Rush Hour, it's like you have a cop from a foreign country who another cop has to babysit and they clash yeah because they don't get along and then through the course they're sort of forced to learn how to get along with each other 
So I think we could do something like that, where instead of okay, okay, everything's everything sort of mingling together, we can have a thing where it's like, uh, okay, how about this? What if we do a thing where it's like L.A. is a human city? Okay. The, yeah. The, let's say America is ruled by elves, so all of the administrative places and all of the in in everywhere is elves. So then maybe we can have like a sort of corruption because elves are supposed to be holier than thou, but they're actually jerks. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> so let's say L.A. is a primarily human city. Like the population density is almost entirely human, with just uh, with a very small population of other species orcs and let's say dwarves or whatever yeah. and then we can say there are other cities that are like I, I i'm not that i'm trying to push the race metaphor again but you can kind of say like like canada how right like you could say canada is very white you know no offense to canada you guys are doing great <laughs> um but canada is a very white country so we can have the same thing where it's like it's not that the cities are like separated forcefully by race but it's just like that's how things sort of worked out. L.A. is mostly humans with a very small minority of orcs and dwarves and all that kind of stuff. And then let's say um, I what's, mean, uh, what's, opposite, what's well, opposite of L.A.? I mean, you could oh, also sorry, you could also uh, if you don't want to um, kind of reinvigorate the, the race card, it could be um, the species cities are dictated by um, they're just like physical attributes. Like maybe L.A. is so hot or whatever it is that humans could thrive in it, and elves are more Canadian because that climate is more, <laughs> yeah. more their temperament. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so, so instead of, like, people being racist, like, that freaking orc, it could be the same kind of, when someone says, that crazy Floridian, you know? Right, Floridian, yeah. So, yeah. So let's, I mean, we, it can be pretty arbitrary, but I think it'd be funny if we like said like, what's the opposite of LA in, in my mind is like a middle Western small town. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's like <laughs> LA is a bunch of humans and then the Midwest is all orcs. I, and so I kind of find it hard to think that orcs are in the Midwest. Maybe, maybe like dwarves or something. Or, uh, Maybe I mean I'm I'm not area. trying to like say anything about the Midwest. I'm just trying to set a dichotomy between the our human cop who's like a weathered LA cop versus who his eventual orc partner is going to be. Because in my mind, in real life, cops an LAPD cop is going to be very different from a Midwestern sheriff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not I'm not saying like oh people in the Midwest are like orcs or people in the Midwest are like dwarves. I'm just saying. In terms of what these two different cops would have experiences with, yeah, yeah, that makes that sense. work. Yeah, so but it doesn't have like we can even just say uh, L.A. is humans, New York is orcs, just cause you know we like we don't have time to build out a whole history of the universe for this. So, um, so what if we said thirty minutes left? Okay, what if we said that our orc cop uh, is invited over to L.A. to help? Uh, I don't know. It, I mean, either help with an investigation. Maybe it's just like a transfer for what. I, I don't know how cop precincts work, but maybe he get transferred to L.A. because he wants to. I don't know. Be a detective. Is that a thing? I mean, I'm trying to remember um, all the cop shows I've watched. I mean, can't we still hold the it being about the wand? Um, oh yeah, for yeah. That's what I was. Gonna, that's what I was wondering if that's too on the nose because uh, I, I mean, just because we hadn't talked about how we want magic to work, but you, we can say that the orc is being transferred to LA because he's the head investigator on this whole wand business. Um. Hmm. Is that what you mean? Hmm. No, but well, I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now hit me. Well, no, I, li I like your idea of, like, why would he be transferred? Why would the orc be transferred yeah. to L.A.? Well, um, I, so we can, have, we can have a story reason that we can bring up again later, but, at the, but we can also have an arbitrary reason that just is, you know, like, there's no reason in Lethal Weapon that Mel Gibson and uh, Danny Glover? Yeah. Danny Glover, yeah. I always get him and Donald Glover. Um, 
<laughs> there's no there's no specific reason that the two of them are partnered up. It's just they are partnered up, and it's a bad match because they're two different, very different people. So we can do the same thing here. We don't even necessarily need to say that this orc got transferred in. Maybe he's just a, a orc that lives in a mostly human city of L.A. So he uh, he's like he he's just it's just important for me that we set up the differences between the two the two of them you know what i mean yeah i feel like if we had, if we had an option i'd feel like we should uh make it like a a, a reason that comes back why sure, he, sure, sure. something, something okay. that lends himself um and yeah and we might as well just say hey I, let's just make this the greatest movie ever made <laughs> yeah. I, fair that, enough that, fair that's enough. that's what i'm want it to be yeah, I mean, we should make the most of this, of the interesting premise at the very least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so before we move on, I now that we kind of have that sort of out of the way, we need to start thinking about magic, and then we can start getting into the actual plot and the actual this happens and this happens. So, uh, oh, magic. Have, oh, sorry. Do you have any thoughts? I was thinking, like, what if magic is, like, highly regulated? Okay, see, that even that is more interesting to me than the way the movie does it now. Because the movie is so weird with it now because it's like magic can only perform with a wand and very few people can use a wand, but somehow everybody knows how magic works. That, that, that's one thing that really got my goat about the movie. It's just like, how does anybody understand how any of this works if like one in 10 people or one in 10 million people can use magic? So, so then, I, I, I like that. What if what what if that's our framework? Like, uh, mm-hmm. in the sense of the focus is less on the 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 racial tensions. Like, you know, not everyone's a, a super fan of each other, but the the, sure, the sure. major exactly. focus is that magic is super regulated because there was a couple of incidents throughout history that, mm-hmm. like, a small nuclear bomb went off in like a neighborhood town because of unregulated mm-hmm. magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I like that. that sounds pretty cool. cool. That sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so now what is going to be the crime that the cops are going to uh, be investigating and how are they going to deal with it? So in the movie, as it is right now, the cops go up against a corrupt LAPD and a bunch of gangsters and all that kind of stuff. Um, so in most buddy cop movies, um, there's a, there's definitely a sense of the cops. Oh, bad boys. How could I forget about bad boys? <laughs> I don't know why that just occurred to me. Um but in most uh, bu- in most buddy cop movies, uh, there's there's a certain aspect of the plot where the our buddy cops, our two main uh, characters, have to go up against the the powers that be. Whether it's because they're like, "Oh, you're off the case, hand me your badge," and they have to go it alone, or because, like in this movie's case, because LAPD is corrupt. So, which one of those sounds more interesting? Mm. Does that make sense? Because I, 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 I think it's interesting enough. The, the idea that magic is so amazing that, it, uh, that cops are willing to start killing each other over it is actually pretty interesting. So I'm willing to be down with that. I think that works for me, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And that way we still can sort of have like a, like a crazy night on the town where these cops are just trying to, you know, help whatever you know stop the stop the powers that be from controlling ma- uh, powers that they don't understand or something like that like all of the um, kind of conflicts that we see in the actual movie like mm-hmm. we could still include them obviously if we tweak them a little bit but like uh, like <laughs> yeah. corrupt cops like other rival gangs like other humans coming to attack Will Smith or other yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i think yeah all of that L- let me float this idea by you real quick what if this is this is potentially something we could do to like tweak the story to make it make a little bit more sense but not necessarily change too much about the plot what if we have the thing where it's like elves are the ruling class so they're all the politicians they're all the they're all the heads of police and all that kind of stuff yeah and all elves can use magic but no other races can use magic and then the story is about the the buddy cops discover i don't know a dwarf or a hobbit or whatever else whatever race you want that actually can use magic and the elves are like no 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 no, no. we got to get our hands on that you know what i mean because that that threatens their like superiority hmm. is that i don't that, that's hmm. i think that might change that's, it into like um 
like a revolutionary war versus yeah a yeah like adventure. something how it's uh what yeah, do you call it where it's like um against the man type uh yeah. theme but if it's not fully focused on then some people might see it as undercooked um that's true but i i i, I could um, I think we could still. I'm not married to it. If it's not, if it's not, if you don't think it works, then I'm I'm fine with dropping it and Wh- doing something else. What about um, we keep okay. we keep that magic can still only be done if you have a wand, but anyone okay. could use it. Anyone could use this wand, and so that's why okay. it has to be highly regulated. Sure. Okay. So anybody can use magic. Yeah. But it's hard to find a wand because wands are strictly regulated by the government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then what's gonna be our uh, our our obstacle or you know what's what's gonna be our goal for our cops? Something about a wand, I'm assuming. Are, are are we doing the same thing where they're trying to keep a wand out of like gangsters and that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm hands. I'm still okay. a fan of that. Um, it could be other gangsters, other cops. Their bosses start coming down on them. The Washington mm-hmm. comes down on them. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll say this then. One thing that I think this story was sorely lacking, and it's something that would have given the show, I mean not the show, the movie it would have given it a lot of variety and made it a lot more interesting as if like the things that these guys go up against are basically just what any normal cop goes up against in a normal buddy cop film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh, so, real quick. Okay. Yep. What if that, uh, I just thought of a cool uh, scene or image, but uh, what if mm-hmm. one of the obstacles is they come face to face with like a troll. And uh, when you say that, in this movie, they basically come up against like everything that technically what an LA cop comes up against. Like, yeah, yeah. but in this movie, it's like, or, or in our version, it could be like a huge troll. So it's like destroying buildings and like chasing them down, and it's like a Hulk after them. You're like, ah, like, yes. or really, what yes. I guess really what I'm saying is really put more emphasis on the fantasy, the fantasy. element of it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. See, and then you can have fun with it because you can say, like, all right, in Lord of the Rings, a troll is a dude who lives in a cave and he comes out to eat literally anybody that is around. So what is that version in modern times L.A.? Who is that? Is the troll a giant stoner who's just, like, got giant dreads and always smells like pot and he just comes out and starts breaking stuff because he's so high? You know, what, like, what if that's what if they okay, realize that their journey is uh, is going to draw them into the sewer? And then okay. that's where is, is that too that's on the, the nose? <laughs> like the sewers are where the trolls live. Yeah. Well, I just feel like that's not. It's a little just too close to what trolls would be. Oh in, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a normal fantasy setting, you know what I mean. Yeah. So what I what I'm trying to get at is like, if you have a section where you have trolls, but it's set in modern day LA, then the trolls need to also somehow fit in our mm. idea of what modern LA is like. That's why I suggested the whole stoner thing, but. Um, yeah. that's that. I feel hmm. like that's what would make the premise and the world seem stronger and more alive. Yeah, that's true. Just a bunch of orcs that are are gangsters and regular gangsters that are gangsters and cops who are just normal cops, but are bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, um but yeah, no, that's a that's a like, that's a great place to start. Ideas like that. Another idea I had is if it's like okay, we're talking about LA, right? What if they have to get help from a witch or like some sort of fortune teller? And they're like, well, <laughs> crap. How, how, where do we? Who? Who? Who do we know that can help us? And they they go to Silver Lake and find like a crystal, uh, shop. You know, yeah. One of those, one of those, one of those like spiritual burn incense here, pretty purifying <laughs> crystal shops. Like Read very your very L.A. Read your horoscope. You're like, oh god exactly exactly she like does the tarot reading and all that kind of stuff but it turns out she's actually really a witch like she's actually magic you know also magical so it's like you know combining that thing of like the funny la side but also yeah yeah i think that works <laughs> really fantasy you know what i mean yeah 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 I'm, i think I'm, that could be fun i'm digging that cool 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 okay um let me check the time 
we have oh my god we have 20 minutes left okay so i don't think it's necessarily our job to in this podcast anyway to think about all of those different moments if that makes sense yeah 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 because uh, we need to look at the big picture <laughs> we're not getting paid so, yeah exactly so let's take a step back and the last thing i think we need to address that the movie re- that the movie doesn't address very well is we need to think about character motivation mm. so our two cops what are their goals what do they want to accomplish in the movie right now will smith seems to have some sort of conflict with his house and i guess making money but it's very underexplored and Jacoby yeah. wants to wants to be respected by cops and by orcs so in this scenario what are the cops want like the the classic one is like ah i'm only a few days from retirement but i'm a good person so i have to see this through you know what i mean so what are but we should think of something that's more fantasy based i feel like so what Mm. what do our main characters want (laughs) that's a good question that's a good question um so for will smith's character Mm -hmm. um just to reiterate he's he's pretty much thrust in uh in as he exists now he's thrust into the situation that he really doesn't want to be in and um his financial motivations aren't really fully explored um yeah it's i mean you could make an argument for he at the beginning of the movie he doesn't want to have jacoby that's his name right the orc yeah he doesn't want to have jacoby as his partner so that's kind of sort of a want but they don't no that's 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 not a want it's something that's a doesn't want you know yeah. Yeah, your character needs a one. I mean, you can say that he wants a different partner, but you need to set that up properly. It oh, oh like, what about this? Um, it needs to be like, this is my plan. Or what? Yeah, go ahead. What if um, uh, in our version of Will Smith, it, his uh, he does want the one because he still has all of these problems that the real Will Smith, I guess, has where uh, he has like financial <laughs> yeah. financial struggles or we can even add something else like another element that he he needs something changed with his family and so um when he gets a job of going out to the wand like his higher ups could be saying like you know if you don't get it it could be like someone having a small nuclear bomb but he's like yo i'm gonna use it for selfish reasons like he, not that he's a so, so, not that he's a dick but he's just like i could mm-hmm. i i don't want people to explode plus it could really help me out mm-hmm. So then our character journey would have to be somehow he, he's going to have to learn how to be unselfish and give up a wand that he could use to do whatever he wants with for, in this case, the greater good. I could buy that. Yeah. Is that, is that what you're going yeah, for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like maybe... All right, I could buy that. Yeah, at the end, either he destroys it without solving his own problem or, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe he the end, object, the end goal is to hand the wand off to someone else, but whatever. Right, exactly. Sure, sure, sure. No, I could buy that. Um, okay, let's say another classic thing for a cop is they want to move up. They want to be a detective. They want to be a chief. They want to, I don't know, cop rankings. But yeah. would our other cop want to be, he's a normal cop who wants to be a detective? Or is that, um, that's not very fantasy, though. Uh, hmm. I mean, I mean, we can kind of give that to, to Kobe. And, um. Maybe even, you know what, I mean, this might be cheesy and not really groundbreaking at all, but the reason, uh-huh. m- maybe we can make it, give the um, stipulation that anyone could use the wand, but they only get like one wish, and then we could still use it, spoilers, where Jacoby dies, but Will Smith uses it to bring him back, instead of... Mm, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, that is a possibility, but that's pretty, you know, by the books. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, we can figure that out in a second, but yeah. what what does Jacoby want out of this? If we're saying Will Smith wants to use the wand selfishly, then what's Jacoby's shtick? You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe he's trying to get back to his people, because if L.A. is uh, not Orkland, mm-hmm. um, or or you know maybe. what? What if we can mm-hmm. put a little? We can put a little race or immigrant thing where Jacoby's trying to bring his family over. Because they're still back, you know his his orc wife and orc oh. babies. Okay, that could work. So what would he need to do? Um, 
I mean, save up money, keep this job, not die. He's do. He's pre, He's pretty. I mean, he's the supporting character, right? Um, so he would have to just be like, hey, uh, pretty by the books. Um, no, I mean, I think a good buddy cop film is able to make both of the characters the main character. Hmm. I think. That's a good point. That's a good so, point. So, so for instance, in Rush Hour, Jackie Chan wants to find his friend's daughter so he comes from china and chris tucker wants to work in the fbi so he wants to prove himself by helping them out yeah and then at the end at the end jackie chan helps the daughter and is able to become friends with chris tucker and chris tucker realizes he doesn't need to be in the fbi so all right let, let's okay backing up let's play with that idea of jacoby wants to immigrate his family in yeah okay so is there some sort of op- what what can our obstacle be to that is someone saying you have to solve this um uh, what, you know what i mean what if it's like in this world immigration is like extremely difficult i mean it probably still is a right. real world but like um like it is extremely rare for Even someone to like, get like a their version of a green card or whatever sure 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 and then, so Jacoby, what is it like? Oh, if you solve this case, if you find this one, then your family gets in. Yeah, is that the idea? Yeah, like it's okay, I can... su- like super dangerous to go after this one. And Jacoby's like, fuck, right. fuck dude. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we don't have a whole lot of time left, so I, th- that works for me. So we're gonna go with it. <laughs> All right. Okay, so now we have our setup. Jacoby wants the wand, or actually, no, that's actually a very good setup because then it gives. The two characters are opposed in their desire because yeah. Will Smith wants to keep the wand, but J- Jacoby wants to give the wand to the authorities so that they give him, they let his family in. You know, yeah. you can have a moment where Will Smith is like, "Who cares? We have magic. I can just magic your family into the country or something like that." And they have to make the right choice. In well, this case would be, I mean, give up the wand. would you want to go under that uh, kind of parameter where you only get one wish per wand? I feel like that kind of weakens the whole point of magic. Magic doesn't seem like that big a deal if you can only have one wish. Does that make sense? Yeah. Obviously, one any wish that you could have, even if it's one, is huge. But it's also like, do you really need to regulate something like that, or do you just need to destroy them all and say that's it? You know what I mean? I mean, it kind of just someone. It kind of does the same thing the movie does right now, where it's like magic doesn't seem like it should be that big a deal because it's so hard to come by. Uh, uh, potentially. Um, someone could just wish, like, uh, I want this, I want to make a nuclear, 10-ton nuclear explosion. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we could just say that, all right, so the idea, what's the idea behind only, um, oh, because we want Will Smith to use the wand in a selfless way. Uh, yeah, like, I want there to be, like, um, like, a contention a conflict within yeah. Will Smith. Like he wants to use it to help his family. Um, mm-hmm. and what I can foresee if there's only one wish per wand is that Jacoby was like, we got to turn it in, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Will Smith is mm-hmm. like, well, if you turn it in, you get what you want, but my family's still aft, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, uh, well, I, I can see it just, uh, mm, I get, I get what you're saying, but, I don't think that necess- I think the way we have it set up right now that doesn't necessarily uh I I don't see that as being ne- the wa- wand only having one wish. I don't know if that necessarily uh what you Okay, how well, about are, are you saying that we can still uh, no, we can, let, we can... let, sorry, let me let me oh, just back up real quick. Yeah. What if instead of it being a wand, we just have it be another magical artifact? So magic is something that's in this world and it affects the world. But in this case, if we're going with one wishes, let's say that instead of tracking down a wand, they're tracking down a genie lamp. And it's like... <laughs> and then I, yeah. and then Aladdin Will Smith comes out of it. Yeah, and it's like, what is this? I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> Why am I seeing myself? <laughs> yeah, I, I, It could be anything. It's magic, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it yeah. could be a, a freaking phoenix feather. I don't know. It, any fantasy thing. But... I don't know. I, I just want to avoid. I just feel like we're, we're going to limit ourselves a lot. And again, we're not going to get into this much detail, but you limit yourself a lot in the fun things you can do in your new world if 
magic is so rare. Does that make mm. sense? But so, like, I, but in, I, in my I, mind, I'm like, I would, okay, I would also caution that if magic is so abundant, then it kind of kills the 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 stakes a little bit. I feel like. Yeah, no, I don't think magic needs to be abundant. I, but I feel like it it should be. It, it needs to. I feel like it needs to have a presence in the world. Otherwise, we're just gonna have a normal cop movie. Ah, oh, gotcha, but gotcha. There are orcs and elves around. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what I'm trying to avoid. Okay. So if magic is in play, then that way we can do a little bit more crazy stuff. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can get on board then. Uh, we're not gonna get into that any of that detail though because we have eight minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we can break it down very, very broadly about what our movie is going to be um, and call it good. Okay. That, how does that sound to you? That sounds, I can't think of it. I mean, I, th- I, can't, I don't think we can really add anything else at this point. I, I think we got a pretty good framework right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, movie. Uh, let's go in five acts. Yes. Do we have it? Yeah. All right, let's try five acts. Movie opens. Will Smith is doing his cop thing. He's having financial troubles. Uh, we, you know, he gets mail and it's like foreclosure notice. Blah, 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 blah. His his wife is like, hey, are we going to be okay? Da, da, da. You know, normal boring, you know, economic ruin stuff. Um, he shows up to work and he's like, hey, what's going on, chief? how you doing and she's like hey hello this is so and so he's an orc from new york and he's been tracking uh what not a genie lamp what's what's more interesting than a genie lamp? um a magical flashlight yep a magical flashlight what does that mean no <laughs> flashlight uh nasty bro all right um <laughs> uh, he's tracking the ma- the magical orb <laughs> The magical ring, the magical sword, something magical. It's a MacGuffin, all right? We did this in an hour. Give me a break. Anyway, um, so he's been tracking. Um, You guys are going to help each other. And Will Smith is like, do we need to have some sort of backstory where Will Smith doesn't like orcs for some reason? Uh, I would feel like that's a little too cliched just on a general basis, but also with the Will Smith basis. Like, why well because he's had like you know like irobot stuff like that like he's oh. he's had oh oh okay i see what you're saying yeah. he's, he's already treaded that road yeah um okay that's fair enough i mean i guess we just need to think of a reason why they would dislike each other immediately hmm. i mean uh, besides the fact that will smith maybe doesn't want to do this this case how much time do we got left there, uh, maybe five minutes. Maybe I mean maybe we could just six minutes steer into the the cliche. It was like, I don't work with no partner. Okay. Wow, I don't know if that was racist or not, but you know what uh, I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and leave it at that because I can't think of anything else. I don't work. I I work alone. Remember what happened to my last partner, the the fairy. She flew. She flew into a fan and got chopped up. I'll okay. never live that down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just imagining that right now it's really funny in my head just like she's just flying around and then she flies by a fan and goes and then there's just a puff of glitter and he's like oh my god just, just like feathers come out <laughs> yeah anyway um so he's like i don't work with any partners and or and then they get in the car and he's like all right where are we headed first and he's like we're heading to freaking inglewood because there's a shootout and, da, 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 and then at some point, the orc is the orc uh, explains that if he solves this case, then the mayor in New York is going to be so happy that he'll fast lane his family's immigration papers into the U.S. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, then we're going to have a lot of fun along the way because they're going to run into a troll and a witch who lives in Silver Lake and sells crystals, and. The Lady of the Lake is going to be there, but she's going to be in the L.A. River, so she's going to be this tiny, frail little thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and adventures abound. And what's what's going to be our climax? The climax? Um, I mean, it could... Presumably that they... they... Go ahead. 
it could be um most most buddy cop movies the climax is uh you're off the case because you screwed up so badly and then the cops have to go it alone anyway and complete the mission wait this this is this is uh probably shows my ignorance but like isn't the climax always like the big battle I, when I say climax, I mean the big turning point for the characters. So you have, uh, you base, for me, the climax is the point where after the climax, now the characters are at their lowest point. So we're in the end game. And now the finale is when they pick themselves back up, they succeed, and they learn their lessons. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, uh, sorry if my terminology is throwing you off. But, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the, I, so I always say climax is the midpoint and then the finale is the big final battle that you're talking about if that makes sense hmm. ba, ba, ba. Hmm. Uh, i mean the climate yeah probably it would have to be something like that climax i, I mean they come in contention probably it's gonna have to be so, they they do something wrong and someone bad gets the wand and everything blows up and the cops and the oh yeah like, yeah that'd be great both of you are blah, 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 and they're like you know they all they get sad they go drink um, and then they're like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to solve this uh, on our own. And they do some detective work and then it's like, oh, wait. So this guy was the culprit the whole time. And then they go find the guy and he has the wand and there's a big fight where a lot of things explode. And then they get the wand from him and the chief's like, good job. Here are your medals. And then they find out the police chief is the bad guy the whole time. Yeah, that's super cliche, but I mean, <laughs> we can go for it. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing i i'm really into detective shows and movies and all that kind of stuff and anytime the chief is the uh the bad guy in the end i literally like go Ugh. <laughs> oh god just, it happens so often it's so, very frustrating i gotta uh, we gotta make a movie then where like the police chief plays every character including the bad guy <laughs> Um, okay, we really, really breezed over that. We got two minutes left, but I don't think we're going to get any more specific than that in the time we have left. I do want to say, though, that I want Jacoby to be played by Chris Tucker. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So Will Smith and Chris Tucker? Um, I want, no, I want, um, Will, uh, Chris Tucker to be play Jacoby and then, uh, mm. uh, Jackie Chan to play Will Smith. Like, he... Uh, he he is uh, like Jackie Chan starring as Will Smith starring as the character. Oh my god. That kind of makes I it sound it. like blackface, but I swear we'll do it in a different <laughs> way. That's not what I'm getting at. <laughs> Jackie Chan can do no wrong in my eyes, so I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh uh I'm trying to think. There's we got to do something where we don't have enough time to get in specifics, but we'd want to do something where the climax and all the, like, we need to be specific about how the obstacles that they face are specifically fantasy, if that makes sense. Like, they need to have a fantasy turn to them, otherwise it's not really... I mean... Um, again, we're, we're not using the premise very well if we don't do that. I mean, the the plot can advance by, you know, they go to the east, the, each of these different districts to get something... Mm -hmm. um, to learn new information, whatever, and then whatever obstacles in that plot can hinder them, you know, like um, right, right, right. Whatever, when they meet the the troll, he can destroy something or lead him away, mm -hmm. or blah blah blah. He gets away. Yeah. They have information, you know. Um, mm -hmm. the, the I mean, so yeah. long story short is that we can have a very standard buddy cop yeah. film, but if we make all the beats of that buddy cop film have a fantasy sort of flair to them then it's going to come out a lot more original than and yeah. fun than the movie is now yeah totally agree. um yeah i think we're good Ooh, eight seconds oh, oh do you want to do a countdown we've never done a countdown let's before. do that countdown baby three two two one, one. happy new year oh my god okay that was fun that was great i feel uh, i feel like i we, we spent a lot of time complaining uh, I mean, nah, I think we, there's other episodes where we complained more, but uh, <laughs> to, to be honest, I feel like we came up with an actual premise, like Buddy Cop, mm -hmm. but in a fantasy kind of uh, dichotomy, if that's the right word. Like, I feel yeah. like Hollywood would actually kind of want to do that. 
Rush Hour, well, Rush Hour, so like Tolkien version of Rush Hour. Like they would love that. Exactly. Yes. It's so weird because it it seem. I mean, I don't know. I th- I think the movie. I think Dave. Dave. What's his name? Dan Aykroyd. No, Dan Aykroyd is the vodka <laughs> guy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who's the real guy? D- David Ayer. David Ayer, thank you. Oh my god, I'm never gonna remember that. I think David Ayer was trying to do something smart, um, trying to do something that was a little bit more than a regular, you know, buddy action cop movie. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't know. You have to do. You have to devote a lot of time to your script in order to make that metaphor and that world work the way it does. You know what I mean? Yeah. The way he's trying to make it work. But I feel like not enough thought was put into that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Anywho, um, everybody, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I don't know if anybody actually watched this movie, so uh, if you did, let us know what you think. Um, it's on Netflix, so you can watch it anytime you want. Don't recommend it, but if you really are really, really bored, if you yeah, if you it. had to watch this movie, I would suggest watching it with the buddy, because I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Aww. And on that reading rainbow moment, we close. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you later. Peace. I am stopping recording. And...